Hello, and welcome to Hello. the Comedy Couch with Dennis Hensley. And Tony Tripoli. That's right. It's so good to uh, to have you back. Well, it's so I good for you. I see them in my mind. Yeah, it's I, so good for I, you I, to have us back. I have hallucinations, yeah. I imagine. <laughs> Just throngs of people listening well, on our there. our two listeners, Shane and Gay Jack. Right. I think They're... there's another one, though. I have, we have one in Canada. My really? My John Payne said that he Lesbian Rebecca? Some... Yeah, that's four. Might. So... Yeah. Wow, we are a regular fucking hootenanny. And they told two friends, and so on and so Did on. Did they? Did yeah. they tell? Are you telling two friends? Yeah, I think so. You, it's like that anti-gay marriage ad, the Gathering Storm. Yeah, oh yeah, there's a storm coming, <laughs> that, and uh, <laughs> and it's a hilarious couch. <laughs> I'm frightened. And what were they? What are they going to tell our children? I imagine. I imagen people say, "Oh, I listen yeah. to this podcast. I love it. It's called. It's called the Funny Sofa. <laughs> yeah. Or it's called the you know the really silly ottoman, like yeah. comedy couch. It's not that hard. Uh, but the, mir- I, the mirthful Devon. Yeah, I just imagine yeah. people fucking up even the title of this yeah. because I you know like when people like after the mismatch game when people come up to you and go, "Oh, I love when you." said and then they repeat back to you something that you didn't say you said a much funnier version of what they're repeating it and they get it wrong and people are constantly quoting me lines from my stand-up and making them substantially less funny as when i said them well the good news is they care well the bad news is they annoy me all right all right all right so So, um, uh, business as usual here on the comedy couch now um, (laughs) i'm complaining and you're a lovely person speaking of um um, sadness and uh, people oh, that are fuck. on the edge. What about that you, that Chinese guy that committed suicide? We wrote this down on a post-it to discuss. Yeah. Well, my friend Tom, who was a, a crusty character himself, um, sent this email uh, entitled, Even I'm Not This Mean. Okay. And the story was that there was a, a Chinese man who was standing on a bridge in some city in China and eventually he was threatening to jump and right. commit suicide. And eventually someone that was in a, the car, in a car that was stuck, stuck in traffic because of this, got out of the car, walked up to him, pushed him from behind <laughs> and then got back in his car. And now the traffic was moving and, and got to work. And I love that guy. Yeah. Meanwhile, I, I responded back to my friend Tom. Mm, don't sell yourself short. You think he might do it? I think you. I would. De- I would absolutely push someone off the bridge if I look. I'm a, late to work. I'm probably. I'm going to lose my job any day. And and now you're. I don't have time for your. Like we're all hanging by a fuck. We right. all want to jump off the bridge, motherfucker. That's what I thought. I thought he pushed him because he needed the spot. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm next. Exactly. So. I'm sorry. I'm the 1030. Yeah, exactly. So either And you put can't up or run long. Up. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. When you said so. talking about people on the edge, I thought you were going to talk about the movie. No, what? Up? We have to Ugh. discuss Up. Pixar's, so. Pixar's fucked up? Yeah. Yeah. So me and Tony oh, and our God. friends, Rebecca and Amy, go to see Up because well, it's to, a winner. And I need we, to preface we're all, it into it i need to preface it with what i had done early in the day because i don't i you know as all of our listeners know i went through a a terrible breakup um with an asshole and um and we need a good nickname for him i think asshole will do all right right sure um i think he certainly has earned it based on his behavior the past three months since the breakup happened um Email me at thecomedycouch at gmail.com and I'll be happy to tell you everything. Um, and so he, but I went on my first date uh, since the breakup. I finally, I broke down. I joined 
the match.com match.coffee and i had my first match.coffee uh <laughs> I love this past the term match.coffee saturday yeah uh, after my yoga class cuz really that's me at my most the best possible time for me to be meeting a stranger is immediately after yoga. That's the when closest. Your chakras are all aligned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the closest I am to being like a nice, see, appearing a to be place. like a catch. Yeah. yeah. It's my least curmudgeon Okay. And um, so the guy that I had the, the coffee date with was perfectly fine. Uh, you know, certainly a nice, attractive guy, whatever. Um, it was very pleasant. But I got back in the car. And completely fell apart, like unraveled. Like I did not know that part. Oh, I was. I mean, like with the big long clear snot coming out of my oh. nose, like the black woman in the movie Doubt. Oh. Like I was that in my oh. car in my Jetta. And so oh. I, when I got home, I said, "I told you, look, I just had my first match dot coffee, and I'm kind of, I don't I know, maybe you were maybe I shouldn't vulnerable. go to the movie. I just feel like I want to just get in bed and pull the covers up over my head and just wait till it's tomorrow." And then you'll remember me saying this. I was like, but you know what? It's a cartoon yeah. and it'll cheer me up. Yeah. And in the car we got and we went over there and saw Pixar's Up. And you, you know what? I should Pixar's have known. Up yours. I should have known what it was going to be when I tried to do a good deed. Oh, yeah, with the 3D glasses. Because you get the 3D glasses, which look like Ray-Ban Wayfarers. Yeah, they're, they're, they're cute. And... And as we were all the way in the very back row of this theater, but it was really great. We had really great seats, yeah. actually. Um, and I know at the right when the movie was about to start, you know, all of the previews had ended. It was now the movie proper was just getting right. ready to start. This very old woman had climbed all the way up to the top of the stairs where we were with her little grandson who looked to be about five years old. And there were no seats and they were going to have to go down back to like the front two or three rows. But I heard the little boy say, Grandma, we don't have any glasses. And I thought, oh, God, it's going to take her 20 minutes to get down these steps. Right. And then they're going to miss half the movie and her grandkids going to be freaking out. I'm going to I'm going to run and get her some glasses. I mean, I'm an able bodied. Right. You're gentleman. Do right. Deed. Yeah. So sure. I go, I'm going to go get her glasses. And you guys go, oh, that's nice. So I run to the front to the ticket taker and go, hey, I need um, two pairs of glasses, please. And he's like, I need to see your ticket. <laughs> And I was like, no, 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 they're not for me. There's an old lady with her grandson and she like can't walk very fast and she's stuck on the stairs and I'm just trying to do like a good deed. And he's like, sure, I can only give you one pair of glasses because you kick it. Like it was really like a fucking Simpsons episode. And I go, come on, just give me the glasses. I'm trying to be a nice guy here now, but I don't want to miss the movie. Had I known. And so then the manager comes over and goes, what's all this? And, you know, I didn't have a gun out. Like there was really no all this. Right. Yet. But and all so this was brewing. I go, just tell the guy to give me the effing glasses, all right? There's an old lady and I'm trying to. And did he, you say effing or did I you said, say. No, I literally said effing. Okay. I didn't say give me the fucking glasses. I right. said effing. Okay. And he go, he puts his hand up and he goes, stop right there, sir. You are free to leave the theater and I will give you your money back. We do not tolerate that kind of language. And I go, that kind of language? Because I said effing. I didn't even say, you know, fucking, you know? Right. So. I go, are you going to give me the glasses? And he goes, no, I can see you have glasses in your hand and it's one pair per customer. And so I was like, whatever. And so I just turned and he was like, sir, you have to leave the theater. And I just didn't look back over my shoulder and pretended I couldn't yeah. hear him and walked into the theater. Because here's the thing about management. 
they're not going to fucking follow you into the theater. Yeah. He's too lazy to take the 20 steps. Yeah. So I just started walking and he was like, probably shrugged and you know. So I come back in the theater and I say to the lady, I'm so sorry I couldn't get you tickets. But in the meantime, a woman had also done the same thing and she came back with glasses. Interesting. So I don't know where she had gone to get them. I'd but say she homophobia. Was, maybe. I don't know. Um, so then the movie starts. And why don't you tell us a little bit about the movie? Well, the movie is a story. Obviously, it's a cartoon and it's just hilarious and high energy. and Well, and... early on, we learn that the man, if you haven't seen this movie, then you might want to skip a few minutes ahead. Well, you learn that the man, the hero of the story, uh, Ed Asner's character, Mr. Fredrickson, um, always had a spirit of adventure, and early, very early in his life, he met the woman he would spend the rest of his life with. Yeah, I think Ellie. he was maybe seven or eight years old. Yeah, founder, yeah. and they were just rock solid met couple for forever, and uh, they lived a long and fruitful life together. They tried to have children, but she lost the baby. She loses the baby in like the third minute of this movie, yeah. and yet you don't think, you know what? I need to take my popcorn and go home right now because this is this is gonna yeah. get even darker. Like Bambi's dead mother. Ain't got shit right. on up. Like, right. oh man, the times then, they are changing. And then they show this beautiful montage that showed their whole life together. And um, and already everyone is crying. And already everyone's crying. Every adult in the theater is crying away. at that point. And the thing is, though, other story not cartoons really, but other s- stories tell you bad things that happen to people, but because they do it so well and the music and everything, it just kills you. It was the very definition of lovely. It was so lovely. So in other words, what people are upset about is that they're good at conveying emotion and telling a story. And it just goes on, and the movie's all about lifelong dreams and how you have to sometimes give them up, and sometimes the things that you think that you wanted your whole life are not really... What you get, but what you right. get is maybe better sometimes, and and loss is inevitable, and but it's worth the memories. The pain of loss is still worth having had it. And sometimes um, the greatest adventure of all can be love, and can be the little things that you share yeah. with the people that you love in your and life. And Eric left me with a broken heart, and that you should go after your dreams even if they're in South yeah. America. Like it's really those are just the basic themes base right right didn't you feel like literally it was like there are two things in this movie um no one's ever gonna love you and you're never gonna have a career did you really did you feel like that was what the balloons and the little boy represented Um, like they might as well have put my name in the fucking end credits well uh the ticket stub represented you're never gonna have a career (laughs) i don't have to look far for that message but literally my shoe said you know what i mean like Like, after the movie you know how sometimes in some movies after the credits there's another there's a little extra scene yeah i half expected the credits to end and then mickey mouse to go and by the way tony you're gonna die alone like that was and now the lights house lights come up and we all leave the theater right well i don't know i thought it didn't bum me out romantically but um, I just thought it was really beautiful, and um, yeah. But I do. It did make me wonder of what it must be like to work at Pixar. I mean, I <sighs> think that they. Yeah, it's like Mars. It's like the Jetsons with like the perfect future. No one ever gets yeah. sick. Everyone's hair is parted perfectly, and they have yeah. cars that fold into briefcases and moving sidewalks, and a lot of doors that just go. Psst, yeah, psst, like the doors electric. Like it's literally like. This fantastic, but yet it's green, yeah. rolling hills outside, and every office has a view. And it, 
Yeah, right? because they don't even no have one birthday gets a cakes or cupcakes because that's every day. Like, every day yeah. is a cupcake. Yeah. But could you imagine what it would be like to get canned from there? That would... Um, we're sorry, we just don't think you really embody the spirit. You're just Oh, was my storytelling not special. up yeah. to the no, Pixar standards? It was my animation. Did you think that my characters were... I really... I like the look of my... It's a very stylized kind of character that I draw with the it's very rounded... Not that you're not, it's not that you're not talented or not... Oh, really? You're just it's not... There's... There's a certain something. You're not our kind of special. Our, what do, I don't know if that means. Does that mean that I have a too adult sense of humor or that my some of the ideas that I had for films didn't seem to... What is this no, about? No, it just means that you probably, you know, maybe your childhood was a little bit too dark for where we're at. Um, <laughs> that doesn't make any sense at all. Well, I, you know what? It, and it also, um, I don't know. I, I'm, I've been trying to nail down this bit because I really uh, that movie made no, me obsessed I feel like, with the Pixar I feel like world, they would but I haven't found my specifics yet. No, I, I don't f- feel they're lady friendly. Not they're not anti lady. But I feel but like the the boys. line you're looking they're for. Boys. I feel like that guy should have said, "No, it's not your work here. It's just that we feel like when you go home, there's no one that loves you." Yeah. And we all have that. We all at Pixar yeah. have already met the love. We actually so all are married to people that we met when we were eight. Yeah. And uh, life is perfect. And right. Right. And, and you know what? The you're second single, I, I have no kids. Yeah. The second that we, fin- we win that animated Oscar again, I'm going to do a triathlon for a disease that I don't know anyone that has. No. Because that doesn't happen here. Not in but the Pixar so- world. <laughs> somewhere there is a disease. And, you know, Pixar it, can solve. lose a couple of the. Yeah. No. So, well, that's all those cupcakes. It's all the cupcakes. Every day is a cupcake at Pixar. But they're not that fat. They're just a little. Um, <laughs> they're just a little. Soft. I want you to be angrier just... at the Pixar people. I'm fascinated with it. Like I just feel yeah. like. But here's a, a, something I observed about Pixar. I do feel that they don't have great sex, and this is coming from someone who knows. You know, who's not the... <laughs> Who knows from not great sex? <laughs> yeah, let's just say I no stranger to dry spells, but whatever. Um, well, dry because spells... Because there's no... They're, they're, yeah. Their movies are sexless. Whereas Disney's aren't. Absolutely. I prefer tix- Pixar's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, Disney, Little Mermaid, Little Yeah, no, Aladdin, absolutely. Totally. Like, John Smith, Pocahontas, like, their sensual they're, bodies, curvy... Right, right. You they're know their sensual. characters are getting getting it on when the paintbrushes are down. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. And Pixar's world is a little bit like... Um, yeah, it's sort of sterile. Yeah, and not very girly. They need a good, solid girl movie. But it is really emotional. I mean, even yes. in like Toy Story, there really is an element of like remembering your childhood and... Yeah. And, you know... Wow. They're really... You know, I... I applaud them. Well, the and I, was, I prefer this movie more than Wally, which a lot of people thought. This should've. movie is the animated Schindler's List. Yeah. It really is like, look, it's brilliant. It's wonderful in every way. And there's no way I could survive uh, watching with, it again. No way. Couldn't really? do it. Could, don't, couldn't do it. Don't got the strength. Really? Can't do it. Can't do it. Glad I saw it. I saw Wally twice, and the second time I was bored. <sighs> I uh, haven't seen Wally actually. I mean, it's um, great, but I but didn't... I will never see Up again. Wow! Don't. Because it it just Dennis. I cried after the movie. I cried in the car after the movie, and then when we came home, I went in the bathroom and sat on my toilet with a towel. Oh shit! Because oh. I was crying for like another half an hour and felt like you had already had enough of my crying. It was you like you kept your crying from me because you got up and walked out. Oh, it was awful. Yeah. It was just. 
And at one point I realized because we're wearing the 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 3D glasses, I was crying horizontally. I was literally You projectile crying? Yes. The water <laughs> it wasn't just in the bottom of the glasses like yeah. a little reservoir. It was literally as if it were raining on the inside of my 3D glasses. It was right. like coming down. It was so hideous. And but I will say this to the film's credit. I mean again, it's just gorgeous and and really sweet and beautiful. Um and it's all Eric's fault. But I will say that the, there were long stretches of very quiet, introspective moments. The old man sort of being sad and lonely, puttering yeah. around the house or whatever. And the kids were silent. The kids in the they audience. They were just wrapped. Yeah, I was really – in Burbank, really, that's a chatty crowd. Let's yeah. So Remember I when was, we saw The Green Mile at that oh, same theater? Oh, my gosh. We had this running joke that was like they would have awards for the most unruly audience. The nominees for the loudest crowd in an auditorium are... Aaron Brockovich, 215 <laughs> Tuesday showing. The MTV Movie Awards, Madison Square Garden. And the Green Tiananmen Mile... Square. <laughs> New, uh, Times Square, New Year's Rockin' Eve. <laughs> New the... Orleans... <laughs> Uh, Mardi, Mardi Gras, Gras, 1989. And the Green Mile, 340 <laughs> showing at the Burbank AMC 6, across from Ikea. <laughs> and the award goes to the Green oh, Mile. Remember? Goodness. And there was a woman in the Green Mile that had the squeaky shoes that would walk up and down. Uh, Remember the squeaky shoes? I don't the recall gels? the squeaking shoes. And they would go up and down, I up hope she's and down. dead. Well, yeah. Yeah, sometimes I do want to kill people in theaters who are unruly. I know you really want to. I want to kill people all the time, <laughs> wherever I am. Yeah. Um, but, here is um, something. These are people that I want to kill. Okay. People that think that they can just come into a group exercise class 20 minutes in. Oh, yeah. And there are always a certain type of person. Now, yes! I don't know if you get these. Thank you. That's exactly the point. I don't know if you get these at it's yoga, not, but oh, I get this at I was this just running crunch. late. I got this weird, unexpected. There was an accident. No. and I'm, It's always the same people that show there up are, at that time. It crunched with the spinning. Spinning. It's um, skinny women with a lot of stuff. Like yeah. Oh yeah. They always. I didn't have funnel, time to go to the locker. There's a lot of yeah. stuff, and they start late and they end early, and they don't do what they're supposed to be doing, and right. they're thin. Yeah. And they <laughs> From carrying all that stuff around. Yeah, apparently. but it's really it's a very specific type. Yes, and and that there's this weird expectation. What really is what yoga is where it's the most offensive because now we're 20 minutes in and now the yoga the teacher's like, all right, can everyone just scooch a little bit? We need to make a space. And we no, we don't need to make a space. She needs to be prompt. Yeah. Well, and she's got that snowblower. Because in this life, got... they're snoozing. And losing. <laughs> and the losing needs to be follow. It needs to be right on the heels of the snoozing. And these people that can go through life snoozing and never have the losing, that just makes me so mad. Yeah, that just makes your blood boil. Oh, which is really what yoga is all about. Yeah. It's really, yeah. So um, I want to just mention that I went to New Zealand. That was a cool thing. Oh, that's what you just wanted to mention it? I did. I want to throw that out. I wrote it on the post-it. Yeah, well. Um, I got to. I went to Pasadena. So there. So there you go. Uh, tell us about New Zealand. Well, that's so exciting. Cool I got to interview the gentleman who organized Gay Ski Week, which is coming up August 28th yeah. through September 6th. So if you're a ski fan, you can get away and go check that out. Now, in one of our earlier podcasts, we were talking about that you were going to be flying Qantas. Were you in coach or were business? business? class. Okay. Sweet. And what was it like? Nice. 
really nice. Well, you know what? You sit down. It's very comfy. You have your dinner. You watch a couple movies, a movie. You go to sleep, and you're in New Zealand. Like, it's that. Okay. It's great. And the and hotel? I love the hotel. The Molly's was the hotel in Auckland, and it was amazing. Grand piano in my room. In my room. In your room? In my room. Because Did the, you noodle around a little bit? I didn't, and I should have. Oh, I didn't your, do that kind of noodle. No, whatever. Yeah, you should put your balls on some of those white keys. <laughs> but um, I did a bungee-like thing. It was the Canyon River Jump. Mm-hmm. And um, I was supposed to skydive, but the, they had to cancel for weather. So the backup plan was this Canyon River Jump, which is like a bungee. And um, I did it. Well, congratulations. Thank Why you. wouldn't you? Of course. Because I'm a little freaked out by it, frankly. But once oh, you're there... Oh, we've watched so many seasons of The Amazing Race. You, I know, I, know. I had no doubt that you would go through it. Well, I did it once, right? I did the simple backward thing. And then I come back up. And the guys, the guys down there are all like, they just fuck with you when you're about to do it. You know what I mean? They like, their sense of humor is all sure. very, which is very, not very American, which I kind of liked about it. And I was like, do you want me to stand up? And I'm like, well, I don't know. We haven't lost anybody yet. Like, they're very, like, tongue-in-cheek <clears throat> and play on your fears or whatever. So I did my first jump, came back up, fine, great. Let's call it a day. And they just turned me right around, started changing the way the harness was attached. Yeah. And strapped this little bear onto the harness called Gay Friendly. It was a little Care Bear with a rainbow on it that they have there for gay people or whoever. And... um what do you mean for whoever? You know. Gay people are just guys that are just guys really, really people, nervous. Yeah. Or, you know. <laughs> so there's a number of bears to choose from that go with you. So then I was doing a jump that was referred to as Gimp Boy Goes to Hollywood, which was named after some guy that worked there who was, I guess, gimpy and I don't know. So this jump, so they hang me out over. Um, then they tell me to put my legs up high on the, on the um, cord and release my arms and arch my back like a swan dive, only yeah. upside down. Okay. And then they let me go. So I dive into the canyon. Nice. Face first. That would be a kind of an interesting way to tell your parents that you were gay. I'm gay! <laughs> but I just mean like, um, <clears throat> we're going to go bungee jumping. Yeah. And then when we get there, we're all going to select a bear. Yeah. That's going to jump with us. That's going to tell us. Dad, uh, you've got a football <clears throat> bear. Yeah. And mom, you've got a delicious cook bear. Yeah. And I, you know, I'm just going to take this one. I'm just going to the, take There's this. a rainbow on that bear. Yeah. What does well, that mean? It, it means you're rainbow. What is, what's his name? What is his name? I can't read it here. What does it say? Gay friendly. Oh, gay friendly bear. I'm going to take gay friendly bear. Okay. See you at the bottom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. And you know what? I had a wonderful time with that bear, but has he called? Well. Texted? Nothing. How, so- how shocked are you, really? Not that shocked. He was a little worse for wear, too. Do you feel like bears, and by this I mean the, the hairy gay man, right. do you feel like bears are uh, resentful or not especially friendly to the non-bears? I'm not sure what's the way to say it. They're um, generally really kind of mean to me. Really? They're kind of snotty to me. And it's not like mean. It's like really dismissive. Like, look, like I'm every, like I'm everyone that's ever been, you know, treated them like, trust me, guys, you never bumped into me at some sex club and I was like, not interested. Like, yeah, that wasn't me. I wasn't. I'm not that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I just feel I don't know. You don't you don't. I have observed that at times, but um, not that much. I don't have any stories about it. I think it depends on the cub, the um, 
what's what's a group of bears called a tribe um i don't a know pride? yeah i don't know a, 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 a pod a cadre yeah, a cadre uh, i yeah i don't know a honey uh, pot yeah so uh whatever i have a friend though who loves the bears who is not a bear himself but loves them. no i think that's great yeah Look, I love that there's a pot for every lid. I think that's fantastic. And everyone, you know, look, my the two friends that I have that have the most sex of anyone probably by 50%. Like they probably by 100%. Right. They have probably twice as much sex as my next most sexual friend are the bear couple. The bear couple rock it out. Right. So, and that's with each other. That I don't even want. That's not even including whatever other extra. Whenever they have an otter come over, yeah, or uh, uh, I think there are polar bears now. Cubapalooza when yeah. that comes around. Uh, well, yeah, every August. Yeah. Um, oh God, I hope it's not in August. No, you'd want that not to be in a, a no. Hot, it needs to be not in a hot, yeah, sweaty month. That's true. That should be in a winter month. Something I think while they're hibernating. Anyway, let's change the subject. I, we speaking get angry of dating letters. and sex and stuff, I met a fellow recently, um, and was just meeting him for the first time. It's somebody that um, I communicate with uh, online. He'd email me about something, whatever. Um, he had when I met him for coffee or whatever. He had a cut on his hand, and said that he got that at International Mister Leather when he was staying there in the hotel room. He was having people up to his hotel, and there was a guy there that was uninvited, and he was trying to get rid of him. And the guy attacked him and ended up cutting him when he because he was trying on the to, hand on the hand. I'm not sure. That's not. I mean, that's like a Paula Abdul injury. Because how many? I know how many times have you been there, and there's like the wrong person in your room, and you're trying to get rid of them. That's never happened to me ever. <laughs> and uh, you end up getting a cut on your. I head. always have a great time at Mr. Yeah. Gay International Leather. I know you have never had. It's always it ever, but you know what? Everyone's invited to my room. That's when true. I go to Gay like, Leather for, Man yeah. International Gay. Pageant. Except for those Pixar assholes. Oh, those doughy bastards. <laughs> With the glasses. <laughs> oh. And their bad sex at lives. Well, I guess we should wrap this up. I know. This we wasn't should. this wasn't our most hilarious. No, it wasn't, but there was a lot of uh, truth to it. Yes, we really we were telling some truths. I know. I didn't Will know you, you cried in the bathtub with a towel. Oh. I feel well bad. on the bathtub. I sat on the toilet, oh, okay. but I rolled a towel up so like I could muffle my. Oh my <laughs> I could muffle god! My cries. Oh. It's really dark. Oh, that's oh. so sad. Well, but whatever. It you know. All right. Um, so you are going to leave tomorrow I'm going to go to, to Switzerland. Switzerland. And, uh, so when, in our next podcast, there'll be all kinds of exciting stories about that. And I'm going to Europride. And when I come back, I have no work at all. So it's a, a reckoning. I, in fact, we may have to sell these microphones. Okay. No problem. Uh, so we should mention our sponsors. Let's start with clean George. It's the, uh, world's greatest alcohol free hand sanitizer. And you can find out about that at cleangeorge.com. And vanitymark.com, the makers of my favorite lip balm, Dr. Kiss. And you know who else shares the love for Dr. Kiss besides uh, you and, and I? I don't know that. Danielle Fischel, the host of The Dish. She's adorable. Is a convert. She's So enchanting. much so that Brett, the owner of the company, the creator of Dr. Kiss, Dr. Kiss himself. I know. Is going to come to our taping on Friday and bring her some more... 
uh, makeup and product, and they're going to shoot a little video together. He has amazing quick tip videos that are really yeah. cute. So there you go. You can see those on uh, vanitymark.com, correct? Also, um, we're doing Mismatch Game on Friday the 12th at the Gay and Lesbian Center. And then again in July. 24th, 25th, 26th. So if you have any questions about that, you can always reach us at tonytriplee.com or dennishensley.com. That's right. You can email us at thecomedycouch at gmail.com. And that is it. That's it. For The Comedy Couch with Dennis Hensley and Tony Tripoli. Goodbye, everybody.